We're on air. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> baby We're girl. This ain't no, um, what's it called? Introduce again? us, please, baby H. Wallahi, the way you be cutting me off, yeah? That's it. I just want you to introduce me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Let Me Explain podcast, hosted by your girl, Baby H. And your girl, Casey. And we are back, guys, with another, another episode. episode. So, guys, we're <laughs> <laughs> we recently posted on our Instagram story um, asking you guys to send in dilemmas to us. And we're thinking of introducing like a little segment at the start of every episode where we just, you know, try and solve people's dilemmas. So we've got a pretty, obviously we're going to do a whole episode based on dilemmas, but we're going to be trying to solve little small dilemmas that people have. So we're going to start, do you want to start with the dilemma? Um, yeah. Yep. How okay. do you read it out? So one of our followers said, do I get married or work overseas and live my best life? So what do you think about that? Honestly, I myself, I'm going to tell you to go overseas and live your best life. Because I feel like once you get married, you're going to have so many boundaries and I've heard from a lot of married people, actually, that I was talking to a girl and she's like, yeah, one thing I regret the most was not going overseas and traveling with my friends and like having living my best life, basically, before I got married. Because now that I'm married, I can't do any of those things. My travel buddy is my husband. And sometimes you don't want your husband to be a travel buddy. You want to have the girls out, you know? Yeah. No, I agree in a certain. But like, I feel like if you are, if you haven't found the one um, and it's like on your priority list, like, OK, if you're with him, I think just wrap it up and get married. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's something like you're seeking marriage and you don't really have the one at the moment, but it's like on the top of your priority list, but then there's also like start um, working overseas, I reckon go and live your best life. You never yeah. know, you might find yeah. an international baddie. Literally, you might Ow. find, you literally might find, uh, you might find both at the same time. You know, you literally, you never you know. Married. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that. If you're if you've already got somebody and you're thinking about making it halal, like if your two options are okay, I've already got somebody, but I also want to go live my best life. I would say get married. Get married, definitely, because you don't want to delay it and then make it into something haram. Yeah. So I'd rather I'd say get married. But if you're just a normal like you just graduated, you're working, yeah. you know, you want to have the time of your life, you haven't lived life yet. Well, life by all means, go travel. And if a man comes along the way, get married but i say live your life right now because later on your commitments your commitments are gonna go like well you're not gonna know what to do yeah you're not gonna have time for any of that stuff as well and you want to travel with the girls to be honest it's not every day my man my man my man it kind of gets along exactly (laughs) and you're just in each other's face all the time i like girls trips i I love like i don't i don't know i don't know what the dynamic is with a guy like going on a trip with a guy but, but I'm saying, like, any time so I'm, I'm out with, like, yeah. the girls, it's so much fun, Wallahi. 100% so much fun. Oh, my God. I, I can't know. wait for our borders to be open. Wallahi. Stupid borders. I was literally saying that <sighs> I want to go travelling so, so bad. So, so bad. I know. Where do you want to go? Um... <sighs> I actually want to go to a couple places. I really want to go Greece. I want to go Turkey. I want to go Morocco. I want to go to the UK. Bali. (laughs) Don't even put on that accent at all. (laughs) 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 Well, I was going to put on the accent. I just thought about all the viewers. Did not do it. Sorry. Um. You know, I was thinking about in the car. I, I don't know if this is too much. Go on. I was thinking about, <laughs> I was talking to myself right in the car. Yeah. And then I was um, doing different accents and I was like mimicking like, you know how certain people have pet names where they call their spouse like, oh, babe or baby and stuff like yeah. that. 
I was like, that is disgusting. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, what type of pet names do I like? And I think, No, it's not, first of all. No. Let me just stop you right there. No, I honestly hate, hate pet names. Like, no, certain pet names, like, babe. Am I a freaking pig when you're calling me babe? What? No, have you not heard? Have you not seen the movie uh, Babe? <laughs> the pig? Yeah, actually, see. I honestly don't. What? Like so it. you want him to call you sis? No, 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 the no, no, hell? no. I was just about to say what names I what, like. What? Go on but, then. But it's only for certain accents. <laughs> what, <laughs> darling? <laughs> <laughs> I knew on the heart you were going to say some dumb shit like that. Hey, yo, are you? <laughs> let me, let me, let me just you know what, guys. If you're a viewer from the UK, specifically London, and you are 24 and above. Hit up your girl Casey because man is dying. I don't no, say no, dying. no. I'm stuck. I'm sorry. Not dying. I don't say dying. Not dying. I didn't I'm mean it like that. I didn't mean. But you are dying for an international bat. Not a, you're not dying for marriage. You just want a freaking little um <laughs> nigga on the side. That's from the UK. That's all. I don't mind. No, who am I lying to? You if you're from the UK. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from the UK, slide in the DMs, man. You cannot be a trapper and you cannot be a. Uh, yeah, I don't roll. I don't. Yeah, I need yeah. I doing the accent. It's so bad. Yeah, stuff like I don't do those things. Yeah. So, so just be on your dean yeah. and um, she'll be exactly onto ya. Exactly. No, but I was saying like um, pet names like darling or sweetheart, and I realized I was like, if Australian person was ever to say oh, hey darling, I'd literally like cringe. But if I hear it from the UK accent, was hey darling, doesn't that just hit you differently than I don't know, darling and sweetheart? I don't. They're just two pet names that I like. But things like baby. Or you know baby, what? What babe, I've realized through awesome. Clubhouse is that you can literally get catfished by an accent, I know, I and know. I'm tired of it. I'm actually tired of it, guys. <laughs> Um, all i realized was voices can sound really nice because that voice when you match it to yep but when you match it to faces you just get like i literally get so shocked i literally scratch the back of my head i'm like ah shit what was i expecting (laughs) you know after a week when they're like get comfortable and they're like just put up your photo like just put it and then put it up and you're like we cannot talk ever again we for like get me out of the entire app. I delete them. <laughs> We're so bad. Stuff for the love. But honestly, guys, and I, and I feel like I don't know, but they think we have an accent as well. I mean, everybody has an accent, of course. But, but like, hates I want the Australian accent. No, they don't. I've heard. I've seen so many people be like, "Oh, you guys sound like shit." Oh, okay. Actually, no. I love my accent. People hate on it, as in like apparently we sound weird. But a lot of people also like it as well, mm, but, which is yeah. kind of nice. And the Toronto accent, disgusting. Good fucking night. Uh, I can't. I feel like I'm going to get attacked by people that work in Canada. <laughs> guys, I don't hate you guys as people, but your accents are just down bad. I can't do it. I genuinely, you know, I cringe every time I hear a Toronto accent. And you do it really well. You no, no, careful. no. Please, please, wait, wait, guys, the amount of stuff I heard on Clubhouse will lie like, hey, yo, do you want a patio kid? Oh. I said, a kid? A patio? But uh, yeah, he's like, jump and take you out to McDonald's. Oh. Macca's. Patio, pa- patties. Oh, what I said, the heck? I thought you meant patio, like the front of your house, patio. Patty. I said, sorry, what do you mean by that? And he's like, patty, kid. And I said, whoa. Why is he calling you kid? I you like said, hello, you know who it's me. <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> no, well, like, I was so confused. But though some accents are just, I don't know. Mm, but yeah, okay. overall, like, it is what it is. Anyways, moving on in today's episode, we're going to be talking about education journeys, um, mm-hmm. how we got to where we are now through high, 
predominantly high school up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So do you want to go on and explain your journey and how you got there? So my education journey, it's not really exciting. I feel like one of my biggest, um, you know, like one of the biggest things that I found hard was just parental expectations. And like, I feel like throughout this journey, you're going to see that my parents actually expect so much from me. But, um, as for starting out like education, I've always been one that loved going to school. Like I don't mind. I, I didn't, I wasn't one that I woke up every morning and I I was like oh shit like I don't want to go to school Hoya. I'm not going at all like staying in my bed I was never one of those people so primary school, all throughout primary school loved it loved going to school then I went to high school and I went from going to a primary school where it was public school and you know I was at the top of the class most of the time to a high school where I was probably one of the dumbest people there so I literally remember starting high school and I went to a private college and this school was notorious in the area for being one of the schools with the highest ATARs and like they were obsessed with their marks. So I remember going into this school going from a school where I was the smartest to being one of the dumbest and I just couldn't it was a complete culture shock because I couldn't grasp like the workload first of all and the pressure that they put on the students to you know get a certain mark so I remember I was failing most of my subjects I was failing my English I was failing maths I was failing science and I remember my dad was like Casey what's wrong with you he's like you literally went from doing so well to doing really bad he's like what's wrong with you and my dad is one of those people that he's very like strict when it comes to education Mm. even when he was back home like education was one of his biggest things and coming here now he's like okay I've already got like siblings older than me that were doing so well that were in uni at this point and I think that his expectations were pretty high so he's like what's going on with you Casey this is not it you have to pull up basically Mm -hmm. so he took all my friends away from me got me into um what's called tutoring and I realized that one of the things was I wasn't applying myself as much Mm -hmm. I feel like I was chasing a lot of the like the social scene at school rather than the education so year seven throughout to year 10 after I started getting um those tutoring and everything everything started going well and then it was when year 12 and year 11 hit And that's VCE for us. So I remember choosing my subjects and my dad was like, okay, like these are the subjects you're going to choose. And because basically my dad wanted me to be a fe- like a gynecologist, which is a female doctor. And that was his biggest thing. He's like, yep, this is what we're working towards. These are the subjects that you're going to do. And that's where you, like, that's how you're going to get there. And I knew at the time that I did not want to do that. Like I, I didn't necessarily know what area or what field of like career wise I wanted to go into. All I knew was I just, I did want to be a gynecologist. So we're at the point where he was choosing my subjects for me. And I remember these are the subjects I did. I did English, I did further maths, I did psychology, biology, chemistry, and legal studies. So legal studies and psychology were the ones I chose. And my dad chose the biology, chemistry, and um, the maths. Well, actually, it was um, compulsory to do maths at my school. Like, we didn't have the choice to drop it. But those were the subjects that I, I was doing. And I remember the other ones I was excelling in. But when it came to chemistry and biology, I was doing horrible. Like, mm-hmm. lowest of the class. Like, I remember my teacher used to hand out the test papers. And then whenever he gets to me, Casey, he'd just, like, give me that, you know, that, that look that they <laughs> give you like i'd like you just literally turn it around straight away literally i (laughs) grabbed it out of his hand and i put on the desk and i said oh my god i don't want anyone to see this and it's so hard because a lot of my friends were like smart people Mm -hmm. and i was so embarrassed and i like i felt my left my self-esteem was so low at that point Mm. and i was like okay why can't i do this like why why is education so like why is learning so hard for me compared to the other students in my class so i remember that was like one of the hardest things for me but alhamdulillah i got through it Mm -hmm. did my exams got the mark that i got and i 
was honestly pretty surprised because I did not put a lot of work in. When I tell you, high school, I literally slept most of the time. Even my sister will tell you this. She'll be like, Casey, like literally, because she was in year 12 after me. Yeah. And she's like, the stress. She's like, what stress did you have? You're literally sleeping 24-7. Yeah. You didn't do any work. <laughs> How did you manage to get this ATAR? I was like, well, I, I don't know. But alhamdulillah, I finished that. And then throughout this entire, you know, high school journey, I did not know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was like going back and forth. And obviously everyone goes through that stage where they're like, oh, maybe I want to do law. Maybe I want to be a psychologist. Maybe I want to do this. And I think my dad could see that. And he's like, okay, go down. And she doesn't know what she wants to do. So I'm going to decide for her. You're doing gynecology. Yeah. But I knew I didn't want to do it. So I'm like, okay, Casey, you have options. You know, go around and start looking at things. And I remember one day I was scrolling through Instagram and, um, I came across a story of one of my friends, um, her sister, and she was in Scrubs. And I was like, oh my God, like, what, is, what, what does she do? Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's a nurse. And I was like, oh, nursing. I've never in my life thought about nursing as yeah. a career. Like, it never actually crossed my mind whatsoever. So I remember um, messaging her and I'm like, oh, like, do, uh, is there any way I can talk to her and see, like, how nursing is? So, mm-hmm. like, I can just, like, low-key just try and understand it. And she's like, yeah, 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 I'll give you Instagram. So she gave me her Instagram. And then I told my brother and my brother's like, oh, I know that person. Like, I'll give you their number. Like, allow the Instagram. I'll give the number you can call them you can talk to them mm-hmm. so he gave me the number and i remember messaging the girl and i'm like oh hi i'm so and so sister you know he gave me your number he said i should ask you and that you're very welcoming and that you actually helped me and she's like oh yeah 100 i got you sis she was explaining nursing to me and i literally fell in love mm-hmm. over the phone yeah with this career path and i was just like done i was like yep nursing is what i want to do that's it so i remember going to my dad one night and telling him like, i was so scared i was like abo I don't think I want to do gynecology. I think I want to become a nurse. Yeah. And my dad was flat out like, no. He's like, no, you can't do nursing. Mm-hmm. He's like, go to uni, do the medicine degree, become a gynecologist. Like, ah, but I don't, like, I think my passion is for nursing. And at that point, I wasn't fully in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I wasn't that sure. So I remember going in. I'm like, okay, I allowed it. I ended up, um, obviously, high school's done, applying for university. And my dad was choosing it with me. And I ended up choosing, like, all, like, sub like courses that were going to lead me into that field of gynecology. So I got into health science. And then I remember starting it. And I was literally miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to get up in the morning to go to uni. I was just, I was doing well in the class alhamdulillah like it was so easy i was like but i just genuinely didn't have that passion for it like yeah. i did not want to do anything so i did something very very sneaky and behind my dad's back i went and i transferred into nursing yeah so i applied for a transfer and the thing with my uni is that you can't transfer into the second semester of that um of a course because the subjects in that course are very specific to this the course itself so i remember trans um applying to transfer and i remember the exact day that i got the acceptance letter the acceptance email for that cause so i remember i was at the movies with my cousin and i booked us a what's called to see a movie online and i was going through my emails because i was at the cash register and the lady's like oh i need your online confirmation to like check you guys in basically so i opened up my email and i remember seeing an email from the university and i was like oh holy shit what's this and it said something like acceptance or it said something uh it said um application outcome I ended up opening it and literally right in front of the lady, I was like, oh my God, I was screaming because he said, congratulations, you got accepted into nursing. And I was just so shook. I literally was standing there and I was like, oh my God. So um, obviously everything, uh, we, we watched a movie, went home. So I ended up coming home and I was like, shit, yeah. now I have to try and tell my dad this. The guy that hates nursing, that hates us. One of my, my dad's motto was, whenever I used to ask him, oh, but like, I really want to do nursing, his motto was, and I remember this stuck with me. And he's like, why would you want to be controlled when you can be the controller? And that was his whole mindset when it came to nursing. He's like, why would you as a nurse, why would you as a human being in general want to be controlled by somebody when you can literally be the one controlling them? And 
that's honestly now that I look back I'm like that is not what nursing is we're not controlled by doctors doctors are our fellow co-workers we work together mm. they're not above us in any sense it's just two different like um, sections yeah. it's like saying oh HR is controlled by people in accounting Here yeah we work like co- cohesively so I was so, like I was literally shitting myself I was like okay how am I going to tell this nigga that I literally went behind his back and I transferred into another uh, course so I remember going to him one day like back and forth I'm like asking for my my brothers for their opinion like what should I do mm-hmm. and at this point like I was first of all I didn't have to do anything when it came to like um, GPA or anything alhamdulillah mm-hmm. like I got accepted straight into the course all I had to do was finish my second semester of health science and then the next year I would start for nursing Yeah. so I remember choosing the scrubs for nursing that was one of the things that I had to do so I remember going up to my dad because I'm like I don't want to make a scene out of this and I don't want it to be anything big so I went up to him I'm like oh so Abel what scrubs colour should I choose I was like should I choose the black or the grey because at that time they had two different colors and he's like what do you mean i'm like oh yeah so i'm doing nursing next year what like scrubs color should i choose like what scrub color <laughs> should i choose as the question and then he's like oh yeah yeah the you know the gray one looks nice and i'm like okay and he's like and we literally left it at that for that night he didn't say anything to me and i was literally so scared i was like okay is this nigga gonna wake up the next day yeah. he's gonna beat my ass like what's gonna happen <laughs> and then um the next day i remember he came up to me he's like oh so when do you start nursing and i was like what <laughs> he's like when do you start nursing and i was like oh i started next year you know i applied and he's like oh when do you transfer i'm telling all i'm telling him all this and i'm expecting him to like literally backhand me but alhamdulillah like i feel like at that <laughs> moment in life he realized oh this is what this girl wants to do yeah like thank god she figured it out and like wallahi i can see that you're passionate about it so go ahead and do it yeah and at that point i've already been to like all the open days i've already like looked into different hospitals looking into, looked into different courses at different unis but at the end of the day i ended up getting what i wanted and yeah. now alhamdulillah i'm in a, a degree where i'm passionate about what i'm doing and that i literally cannot wait to graduate mm-hmm. and that i go to every placement every hospital that i've been to and i'm excited to learn and i'm excited to treat my patients and like going from it being a degree that i never thought i would ever do wasn't even in the back of my mind to now it being something that I'm going to be doing every single day of the week. It's yeah. just, it baffles me. But I love that for you. Yeah, just, I learned that, you know, your parents are there to support you. They're not yeah. there to see you fail. Yeah. They just want the best for you. And also, like, communication is key with them. Like, 100%. be upfront with them. I feel like, even if you're scared, wallahi, what's the most that they can do? I feel like your parents, wallahi, they will support you regardless. Like, you literally just need to be firm on what you want to do. Yeah. Because the moment they think that you are unsure about the path that you want to take like they're scared that you're gonna like end up doing nothing for yourself and being hopeless so they'd rather just give you an ultimatum yeah so then you can have at least something you, you stick with just in the time being even if you end up finding that you don't like it just so you can have a purpose to wake up in the morning exactly. basically especially exactly. with education anyways because at the end of the day they right. just think education is key regardless of what you do yeah it's just that that paper means so much in your especially house. in the westernized countries they feel like okay your education is only you're gonna make money and that's the only way you're gonna have a living at the end of the day absolutely and which isn't always the case but wow that's interesting to hear because i think our stories are two complete different pathways i really want to hear your story so so my whole life i went to a public school except for my first year i just didn't like it so i just like literally told my mom move me out move me out move me out um literally like my prep photos look like a mugshot <laughs> like well i look so bad <laughs> oh my god my mom tells me like that day wallah i don't want to i said oh just get me out of this school i want to see that photo 
I'll show you. Um, so then I started prep, went to a public school. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Literally, the hot the primary school in general was Thanks. that was the happiest time of my life when it came to education. Well, um, so then I did that, and then I went to a another public school. I went to an all girls school in Year Seven. So like, yeah. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, and then that shut down. Um, just there was no students, not enough students, and it was just you know I loved it, but got shut down. So I just moved to another public school in the area. I was like, you know what, Year Seven to ten mm-hmm. it was fine like no problem even though i hated school regardless but um i just didn't really like it ever but it was good like it was still fun it was still a thing but then you know when you're 10 where you start picking your subjects for vce mm-hmm. it kind of starts getting a bit serious um that's when reality started to you know kick in and i was like whoa school's not actually for me I was never really an academic child anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, all my grades were just, like, Cs. I later on figured out when I was getting to, like, year 10, I was getting a slight D. Um, it wasn't really that great for me, but to But Cs are not bad. Cs are average. Cs are average. Yeah. But, like, even in Napland, I never tried. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just a meh for me. Like, it was just a pastime, to be honest. My mom just dropped me off, went, had a guy back. Like, it was literally that type of vibe for me. And then year 11 came, and you start to pick, you actually, like, settle in. Like, this is VC, your first year. You have exams. You do all of that. I dropped maths. And you know how, like, maths, English, science is crucial in an African household. Yeah. Those are the key to success, apparently, which I don't really believe in. But you can imagine how important those are for African parents. So I was, like, slowly started dropping things. And mum's like, okay, what are you doing, you know? And my mum already knew I hated school anyways. Mm-hmm. I literally wanted to drop out in year 10 and I mentioned that so many times to my parents and they were just like Maya like you got this like just do it it's good to jab it it's yeah. fine um, I got tutors still didn't understand content I'm just that type of person I'm a very um, hands-on person mm-hmm. I actually don't like any of the sitting down concentrating like you're less book smart more definitely <laughs> Don't ever put it like that. No, being street smart is a bad thing. Yes. Anyways. Yes. So, um, anyways, I did that. So, in year 10, I picked, I mean, in year 11, I picked biology, psychology, English, business, PE, food. Oh, food tech. Yeah. Yeah, food oh. tech. And then you have to drop one. Drop. Oh, yeah. Drop yeah, it. So, it, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I took the other five in to year 12. It was just tough for me. Wallahi, like, it was, like, I can't even explain. I think those were, like, the most depressing time of my life. I was just constantly crying because i didn't understand content i was just my sacks were just average it was like i was not understanding and then like you know how the whole atar that yeah. stress and i was like you know what um so they would call my mom and be like baby h didn't come to school today um do you know where bad she is and i'm just that type of person like tell them i'm sick i'm not coming to school today and my mom be like yeah she's sick were you actually out or are you now i was at home but uh, i just didn't want to go to school yeah, yeah um and i found myself really doing that a lot yeah. like not attending classes um, even like when my sisters were in the older um, year level above me, like I would be spending most of my time with my sisters. Like when they clocked off to go home, I would go home with them. <laughs> my mom would get a call, where's your daughter? Um, okay, she would call me, where are you? Then I'd be like, I just went home. She's like, I think I'm hacking <laughs> <laughs> Like, I feel like I stressed my mum out. Like, oh, like, because I was just that I don't care type of child when it came to school. Yeah. And then, like, I got tutors. It was it was okay. Like, 
I mean, I tried. So they called my sister and my mum and they're like, you know what? We need to have a meeting with you guys. Yeah. Um, we don't see any progress. Like um, her attendance is low. Her grades are low. Like what do we do about it? Like, do you reckon oh, she's God. able going to do her ATAR, her series exams? I was like, at this point, I was like, huh. Whatever doesn't bother me. I went to the meeting. They were like, you know, you know how when they do that whole that careers course and they predict your yeah. grades and they just oh do. Oh my god, I hated that. I was just like, this is me, like nonchalant. Like okay, I was okay. just like, mm-hmm. and I was that type of child. Like when I was in school and like like a teacher like was like rude or because I feel like my high school was very racist. They were just a bunch of wogs mm-hmm. and they were horrible. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, oh, uh, like da-da-da. and I'll be like, I'll just be like, don't talk to me like that. Like I'm just that type of person. Like if I feel like you're, you're disrespecting me, I will say it wholeheartedly like i don't my mom would be like like, like i know this girl anyway and they're just like you know i have i have okay i have a smart mouth like i do yeah. but it's only when it's warranted yeah 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 anyways <laughs> so yeah i did that and then they were just like you know so you know what do you want to do and i was just like no i'll just go ahead with you 12 like you know i'm already here i already was signed up so exams come around and i was like you know what baby h we're not gonna do our exams because we don't want to do them so guess what i did didn't tell nobody i didn't go to any of my exams oh my god i literally did not go to any of my exams I, I passed my sacks i passed my things you know how when you get the certificate yeah because yeah, yeah. you need it you need to pass all your sacks and um coursework and yeah, all that yeah. needs to be checked off for you to get that certificate that mm. you've completed vc but i just never completed it in the aspect where of doing atar like the whole vc the exam. whole vc exams okay, yeah. didn't go to my anything that's actually crazy and i was just like yeah so i was just living a little deceit my whole life like i like when my parents have asked me so um my sister knew actually my older sister knew and she's just like oh like are you serious like is that what you really want to do i'm like yeah i don't want to go to any of them i don't want to sit that shit i'm just i'm done with this school and i hate this place so much like i was so upset like it was i'm telling you like i hated myself that year like i was just like oh like you know when you just feel like really incompetent Mm -hmm. and i'm and i just was like i was so harsh on myself did you not see your exams because you were scared of getting a bad mark or is it just because you genuinely like just didn't want to finish high school no i didn't want to see them at all at all at all like i could care less for that number yeah and the fact that it was just like no you're gonna get that the whole prediction things yeah put me off and the fact that you want to like when i went to my um careers counsellor mm-hmm. and they're giving you all these like pathways and stuff like that I was just like don't tell me what I, I'm i gonna do what I want to do at the end of the day and yeah. I will get places and yeah. I will prove to you that I will get places like even like um what's it called again um a comment that one of um when I went to Cumon I used to go to Cumon as a kid and like and the Cumon tutor I said to my mom is not gonna get anywhere far academically but she's gonna live a happy life and she's always gonna make people smile I said Bitch, you better fucking know I am gonna get my back on my money up, and I'm gonna get a degree. And you don't know the shit. My mom told me that. She's like, Oh my god. She's like, Baby, so educa- at this point, education was just not for you. Well, like it was not for me, and I was like, But you know why? I feel like it wasn't for me. Why? Because I didn't, I didn't have like school doesn't give you all the options. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, it yeah. doesn't give you something to connect with that you love and you find fun that you you're passionate about. It just gives you the basic avenues and it wants you to find your own way. It doesn't work like that. People are literally not academic sometimes. They don't. Well, like yeah, the, do the you know mind I mean? just doesn't work. The in mind that way. just doesn't, and it, it's just a way for you to. Um, school's a pastime, and they give you all these options for you to then go about and find your own life Wallahi, and branch huge. off and use this as um they give you the tools and the sets that you need for you know this is a way to find yourself they yeah. just want you to build your identity basically like, literally so anyways um i went the english exam so mom's like to me so how was your exam like it was okay like it was a mess and 
yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Did that for everything. Um, and I was just like, yeah, nonchalant, da, da, da. And then um, that whole process passed. And I was just like, you know when you just feel like you're lying and you're just like, well, like you'd want to cry. Like, I was just like, how could I do this to my mother? But I had to, I was literally living a double life, but I had to do it for myself Mm -hmm. because I did not want to. So anyways, um, that whole stage passes. And you know how when everybody starts applying for their, they get their their ATAR and you start applying for things and everybody's like, what are you applying for? What are you applying for? And I was like, me? I was like, yeah, I'm just going to apply for like what I want to do. So I applied for like how I applied for things that I wanted to do like I wanted to be in the house you know mom always wanted me to become a nurse and a midwife so like even like my sisters like we see you being a nurse we see see that we see that personality for it that's the thing thank you um and I was just like "Mm, I didn't really like it that much so um anyways I went and applied for a bunch of things Mm -hmm. health science one of the things I applied for was um social work um and, and you're doing this without an ATAR without an ATAR oh health related things just going about my t- like life literally and my mom's like so what are you applying for you know what did you get and then I was like my mom's not a, like she's not the type of person like show me what you got yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. like none of my parents are like that it's like you did well Abo my dad Abo you did your best you could Aww, don't worry and I'm like so yeah Abo like you know I just tried like whatever you know um I applied for teaching I applied for Things that teaching I didn't even want to do. Mm-hmm. I just apply for random things. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'll find my way. It's okay, baby H. You're going to find your way. Literally. So I applied for a bunch of things and then um didn't really think I was going to get anything, to be honest. I was just like, you know what? Even if we don't, there's other because pathway courses. Here in Australia, every single course has like a certain ATAR, like a certain mark that you have to get yeah. to get into it. But mind you, I still did my schooling. I just didn't do my exams. Yeah, but you wouldn't have gotten an ATAR at all. Regardless, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So then, yeah. Um. So, you know, when like summer break, summer 2018 was the best, best well, like, ever. Best I went overseas. Right. I was traveling so i came back and like everybody were on the trip with is like looking for their atars and stuff like that and i'm like meh don't oh really care about God. that and was like what'd you get what'd you get i was like hmm, you don't even need to know about that don't even worry i'm like we'll see you know we'll see what we get you know god no, I didn't. um so basically um so I was, as i was applying for like a bunch of courses i'm like you know what i was speaking to myself I'm like what do you like doing anyways like you know what i mean i'm like a very hands-on person and i love anything i do to be interesting like i need action yeah. Everything is action. Like, and you yeah. like was action, basically. <laughs> it literally was. Down. And I'm like, you know, I just want to work with, like, troubled kids. And, like, I want to work in, like, a, a residential care. And I want to work with people with substance abuse, mental health abuse. Mm-hmm. Just, like, something, like, to keep me super entertained. But also, I would love because impacting someone's life in a positive way. So, that's why all the things I was doing was kind of health-based. Yeah. Um, so, I did that. And then, so, yeah, after my trip, I came home and... I was in different time zones, so I was literally jet lagged. So I had a shower and I was in my bed and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check what the release is. So I went, mind you, I delayed it. I did it after everybody looked at it because I didn't even, wasn't even giving myself to apply, like even if I, what's my plan B? Like I didn't really care. That's how nonchalant I am. So I looked at it and I was like, you've been accepted to social work. I was like, what? Say that again. I said, excuse me? Not me. Not me. Not the dummy that didn't complete school. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. But I was like, I was like, yeah, as they should accept me. Hmm." That's actually (laughs) mental, but. 
No, I was looking and wallahi, I was like kind of shocked, but kind of like mm, at the same time, I was like, you know, whatever. Like, wallahi, I was like, oh, alhamdulillah, God is great. Like that type mm-hmm. of vibe because I wasn't, I had no expectations. So how could I even be disappointed? Yeah, you know what I mean? The bar was already set low. You're like, there's no way you can take it any lower. That's basically. what I'm trying to say. So I didn't really care. And then, um, so I was like, oh, wow, you know. So then the uni year starts and I went to uni in the morning and my mom, I was getting dressed and I was going and my mom was like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going uni. <laughs> she was she's probably so confused, like, what type of uni are no, you going she, to? No, she never knew that I didn't do my ATAR. Oh, that, that's why. Yeah, yeah. So she home girl doesn't know. Um, so I'm like, I'm going to uni. She's like, oh, you never told me. What did you get into? You know, and I'm like, like, I pick social work. And then she's like, ah, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Why? Every Somalian parent has the same, same outlook on social work. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's more than that. I'm mm-hmm. like, they do a lot of things, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I can always work in a hospital too. Well, you know, and she was like, huh? Oh. Mom was like, oh, if you're happy with that, then that's okay. Like, no problem. As long as you're doing something, I'm happy for you. Did da-da-da. you end up telling your parents that you didn't, like, sit any of the exams? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. So what? I went to uni, da da da, and um, in my mid year, first year, yeah. I'm like, I never did exams. She's like, what? Um, her reaction was Adi. Like, wallah, she's like, well, you're here now. Anyways, exactly, had you told yeah. me before, maybe I would have had a, a big reaction. But she was like, so how I was messy. And I was like, oh, like I literally just applied, da da da. Like, I just wanted everything I do. She's like, I think I, wallah, she's literally like, you're just something different. Like, wallah. she's like, you are your own like you do whatever your mind tells you to do like you're literally your i'm so impulsive like i will if that's how i feel i'm that's how i'm gonna do like i'm that type of person she's just like okay nah Qair, inshallah. Mashallah. Okay, good. <laughs> Wallahi. And my dad was like, yeah, like, he, my dad was aadi about it. Yeah, yeah. He was like, okay, aadi, well, well, you're doing it, like. As long as you're in uni. In uni, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I feel like when you don't know what you're doing and you're sitting at home on your ass and you don't know what to do, I feel like that's when they get stressed. Wallahi. And they try to chuck you into something they want. And I'm just like, I was not having that. Like, first of all, no one is going to tell me to pick something I'm unhappy with. Mm-hmm. I already went through the fad of school to please my parents. Wallahi. Um, um, and I, I don't think I would like had I been more like confident in myself and what I wanted to do and I was firm on it my parents probably would have accepted it but because I was wishy-washy myself and I had no clear direction they were like homegirl you're staying in school yeah until you figure your you shit out. out yeah wallahi. literally so I don't and I don't um I'm not against them for that Mm-hmm. Because what else would I have done then? I was unclear my about my own decisions. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And do you love what you do now? I love guys. Can I tell Aww. you? They met Wallahi Like it makes me so happy. Like right now, I'm um doing substance abuse. My subject that I'm doing, and I'm so attentive in class. Like obviously, sometimes like there's subjects where you're like you it have to off. do, and like you know like ethics and like practices and stuff like that. Those are musts. Yeah, and I feel like now in uni, I put like. I have to kind of like read and like teach myself all those things and stuff like that. But I do it because I genuinely enjoy oh, yeah. the learn- the outcome that I'm going to get. Yeah, it's not like you know what I mean? when you were back in high school, you're like, literally get me out of here. I hate this place. I hate the subjects. I hate the people. Literally. It's like a different environment and different, you know, where you're working towards something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with me is if I genuinely love something, mm-hmm. I will give it my hundred and ten percent. That's actually true. Yeah. And I and I lit- it's and it's not that I'm not even trying. Mm-hmm. I literally because I'm so passionate about it, it just comes so naturally to me. 
because I'm literally in tune. Invest, you're literally invested in the invested time. in the content. Um, I have amazing professors. I love my uni. They're so helpful. Everything about that environment, I love. And I'm so mad that we can't go to campus right now. Even though I love Zoom and stuff like mm. that, but like it's just it just feels so like I don't know. I just love it. Well, like your that story is actually amazing, and it goes to show that you genuinely don't I feel like they put an in increasingly high amount of pressure on like students these days in high school for them to chase like a certain number and a certain grade and that they give them the ideology that that's going to determine their entire life and literally I feel like a lot of utah students need to know yes in the moment when we're saying oh yeah Utah means nothing darling like you you just need to calm down like this is not going to determine the rest of your life you'll be fine i know in the moment it seems like oh what is this person talking about they're not in the boat that i'm in and they can't see the struggles that i'm going through and that in the moment it feels like yes this will determine it but wallahi looking back now it meant nothing there are so so many avenues you can go through to get into uni it's not just yeah it's not like it's ideal to get straight into uni and stuff like that but wallahi uni is not everything it literally isn't and i feel like no one should put themselves down because of it yeah like if it's literally not like you're not capable that it's okay like don't worry try your hardest get extra help get the extra tutor tutors and the support you need but if it's beyond that and you still are unable to grasp the content or keep up with your classmates and your peers don't let that be a bar that you need to also be at with them like don't compare yourself don't compare yourself and don't put yourself in that negative mindset where you think atar is be or end all because it literally is not that and i can't stress it enough like yes obviously if you are smart try and your hardest. try your hardest like don't say don't say yourself short because at the end of the day it, it just is easier and it saves you from less heartache and like you know what i mean like all that stress and the pain mm-hmm. but if that's the root cause of your stress that you are unable to keep up with school get the grades you need forget, find out other alternatives well, and stick with it but also in saying that if school's not for you i just want to let you guys know that find something that motivates you that you want to wake up in the morning for because okay school might not be your thing but what is your thing you need to find out that thing yeah and do it and be confident now about parents it are more accepting when it comes to yeah um like just studying in general mm. because back then i feel like their their mindset was yep school you're going to get a degree. Your mm-hmm. degree is going to determine your livelihood, like how much money you're going to make, how comfortable you're going to live. Now, I feel like they've been, um, they've seen people, you know, succeed based off businesses, like becoming entrepreneurs yeah. or doing tradies. Like they know that, okay, education isn't clearly, it's not the only avenue anymore. There's other ways that you can make a living and other ways you can be successful. It's not all about education. Absolutely. So I feel like there's two lessons that you can definitely take from our, both our stories. One, like be honest with your parents and don't ever, you know, don't ever put your happiness in the backseat absolutely focus on you obviously your parents happiness matters but it's also your happiness that you need to consider and that you're going to be doing something for the rest of your life it's not them it's not your parents because they don't know the education system and they don't know how hard it is and eventually they're gonna like obviously parents are gonna pass away yeah i don't want to say that that's kind of that's kind of scary but it's true parents are gonna pass away and you're gonna be left living your own life and you're gonna be the one that's stuck in a certain career path so don't compromise your happiness for your parents happiness and just communicate with them like they don't want to see you fail and then the second lesson 
literally if it's not for you don't do it and wallahi like don't like think that you're gonna don't think that you're gonna disappoint your parents and your parents are gonna be unhappy with you and that like your parents will literally support you regardless of what you want to do mm. like you're their child at the end of the day why would you think that they're gonna disown you over school That's over true. education like i know it's deep for some people but at the end of the day all you want to see is your child living Prosper. breathing prospering being successful and doing something that makes them happy and at the end of the day that will bring happiness and success to your parents regardless through your own happiness do you know what i mean like at the end of the day they've been through the struggle and it's literally like they're trying to live through you at the end of the day and they want to see you happy and they want all the things that they would have ever wished for they want to like they want you to have that and live a successful life and you know Mm. um i agree parents i feel like parents are kind of some parents specifically like they try to live vicariously through their child of course they're like yeah maybe i didn't have the chance to do that when i was younger but i want you to do it so i can you know live through you because back then to them that's what was um maybe generating the most money those of the um wealthy and those that were high in status and power those with education and it's fine because that was happening when there were there were um teenagers and adults but i feel like when you come to the western country it's very different because there's so much avenues to make money or to make an income or to be established and successful Mm -hmm. um and i feel like don't limit yourself and just also be yourself Wallahi, be happy with and be are. happy with who you are and do something that makes you ultimately happy mm-hmm. and don't let anybody make decisions for you because yeah. once someone makes a decision for you you're gonna have to stick with it and you're gonna have to be unhappy for a while dude and wallahi that happiness that unhappiness it's gonna literally it's gonna ruin you i remember my dad was telling me a story about how um he was doing uber one time and he was picking up a guy yeah and he's like driving this guy just came back from like a music recital like he has like a violin, like a violin in the yeah. back like he's like oh okay so he's driving this guy to his house and it's in like a very wealthy area mm-hmm. dropping this guy off the guy's like Wait, where are you dropping off this is not my house he's yeah. like go inside this guy's my dad starts driving down a massive driveway yeah like massive he's like oh, there's literally a roundabout inside the house that's how big it was uh-huh. he gets he's like oh but like what do you do like how are your house so big? well yeah. and obviously his parents have no issue but yeah. that'll little ask anything yeah. with a no filter and the guy's like oh yeah you know i was a doctor at one time but you know i realized that wasn't my passion and now i'm pursuing music He's like, I've left that all behind and I'm literally pursuing music. And my dad's like, but why? Like, you were making so much money. You're doing... He's like, but at the end of the day, I wasn't happy. And he's like, my happiness is my biggest concern. And he's like, now I'm like living my best life, basically. And I think my dad, Loki, because that was before I told him about nursing. I feel like my dad, Loki, was like, wow. Mm. Like, maybe happiness is important. Of course it is. Wallahi, mental health is important. Mm -hmm. Happiness is important. You want to be mentally stable. Because once your sanity... is very fragile. It's very fragile. And once, like, you know, you feel like you're losing a bit of sanity or not, you're not... Once these things, like, stop you from getting sleep... You're getting stressed over it, so it's going to stop you from getting sleep. Well, I was you, pulling all-nighters for weekly in high school. That's what I'm trying to say. You're not eating. You're crying. You're, you're focusing all your energy on something that means actually nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Like, why? It doesn't... Even me, like, speaking about it now, I literally want to beat myself up for it. Yeah, Why back. the hell did I even... Stress. Anyway. Stress. Why did I even sweat? Why did I even cry one tear? I actually want to, like... No, I look at myself. I'm like, ugh. How childish was I? And don't be scared if you don't know what you want to do as well. Mm. I feel like uni, you'll never go to uni and finish the same, finish with the same degree that you entered with. Really? Wallahi. I I went from health science to nursing. Oh, yeah. My my brother went from doing also health science to like accounting. My sister, well, my sister finishing with HR, but just in general, like you never really know what you want to do. Yeah. Find your passion, Wallahi. 
find your passion and stick with it. Mm-hmm. And if you, the sooner you find out that's not your passion, on to the next. Yeah. But also, actually, like, invest your time in finding out what you like. Don't just bounce around as well, because that's a fat hex bill. <laughs> well, like, I allow that. <laughs> well, like, I genuinely want to know what my hex is sitting at. Do you think there's ways you can find out? Yeah, wow. of course. They Don't you know how much a course is? No, they send me invoices every, like, month. Like, this is your bill, and I don't look at it. Neither do I. I'm like, I'll deal with that when I get an income. Surely it's not over 100000 No. I think Less it's, like, 50K. So, like... Like, 80K? Oh. I did not know that. Well, like, Come on, now. I, I would yeah, I would say... Then how do, like, um, international students do it? Obviously. Especially the, ones that don't work. Yeah, but their parents. They come from, like, what? Wealthy families. Wealthy families. Why? How do you think they can do their, their um, subject, uh, their course here? I don't know. Someone, someone telling me they're like, oh yeah, I work literally like every single day just to pay for this. Even like New Zealanders. That's actually sad. So sad. People that like, move here from other countries and mm. then try and study, especially New Zealanders. When they but move that's here. how it is for like other countries though. They pay their tuition. They pay up front. Uh, they pay up front. I don't understand that. Especially I don't Americans. understand. How do they pay for it? Well, like, I just want to know. I don't know. And you know their ones? They literally. I'm pretty sure they have different. They have college and they have university. So they do college and then they go into university. Isn't college free? No, you still have to pay college. Why would I pay for college? College is basically like your first two years of uni or some shit like that. Is it? I thought college is secondary school. No, that's high school. Oh, so they have high school and college. College. When they go. Don't do these accents. I have to do the accent because it helps people understand. So they go from high school to college. And then some people go from college to university. But apparently college and university are two different things. Anyways. Regardless. <laughs> I hate that. Anyways, yeah. Accent. Basically, <laughs> guys, for those that don't know, we live in Australia. Yeah. And we go by Hexted. Yeah. So you um, get little loans throughout uni and then you have a massive Hexted at the end of your... So you your have a debt at the end of the yeah, uni. Yeah, a debt at the end of your uni and then basically you just pay it off when you start working. It's like taxes. Like yes. Like cut off a certain percentage. Not not too much. With the income you make though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... Co- yeah. So... Um, they don't want you to be broke. Yeah, definitely not. But, um, yeah, that's the way it works for us. And I think it's on... Well, I love the system in Australia. Yeah, well, like... Like, God bless... But like, I wouldn't want to live any... God bless Australia. Oh, God bless Australia. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Americans are down bad. UK, they live in shoeboxes. Where would I go? Australia, we've got land. <laughs> land of the unknown. Literally land. We've got space. Yeah. We've got a government that really cares for us. I wouldn't say cares because I've heard a lot of people chat shit about the government, but genuinely, like our education system, free. You know, this is like the first year that Americans are getting um um what is that thing called? So stimulus, stimulus check. So one thousand four hundred that they got. I don't know, but their government never gives them anything. So I think they're a little bit gassed over there. Like all you see is on Twitter, like where's my stimmy check? (laughs) It's crazy. When he was going like wild on Twitter, everyone's like, "Yep, where's my stimmy? I'm gonna go buy a car." What thousand four hundred dollar car you buy? (laughs) No, but I think this is the first time their government is actually giving back to them. The government doesn't care about them there. They're actually a third world country. What is the American dream? I don't know. Like, how are you even meant to get rich there? Because well, you have sell your soul. Literally, because you, you have to pay for your um 
you have to have insurance. Yeah. So your home. You can't drive a car without insurance. You can't drive. Even your um, you can't. The hospital can't see you. Yeah, people come out with literally forty eight thousand dollars worth of debt after just going to get their toe checked out. How does that make sense? How does that actually make sense? Well, you like are actually down bad, my skin. I feel bad. But I don't understand. But not even that. Like everything just seems like school. You have to pay. So where am I? Is that why they work six hundred jobs? <laughs> and where do they find do they have <laughs> are there laws of time different there do they have more hours and there what's going on because how do you find the time in your life to work five different jobs? i'm actually crying I'm actually and crying. the the minimum wage is literally pennies but so it's american it dollars but it's still pennies but it's american dollars but if you if you it's american it dollars AUD, yeah it's like a dollar higher than us or something so like come on now what I'm searching this. Go search it up. Oh, what's like minimum wage for them? How much do they make? $13? $11? No. They do. I swear like the UK is like seven. Seven pounds. Allah ilahi But that's like, bad. that's like. No, no, no. Even in Australian money, that's shit. But I search it up. Yeah. Wait, so USD to AUD, how much would you say they work? I don't know. Wallahi. $11, I'd say is their minimum wage because I'm pretty sure it's $11. Okay. That's 13 Australian dollars. That is sad. That's like, well, like guys, I don't think I would ever work in that case. No, like literally, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I already said that. <laughs> <laughs> we already established that we're gonna be stay-at-home wives. Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's fine. But anyways, um, but that was our education journey, guys. Ups and downs, and now we're at the ups of our journey. I feel like the roller coaster is it's at the peak. I feel right like now. we're comfortable. We're very comfortable, and we know what we want, and we got what we want. Alhamdulillah. 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 And it's just up from here on. Yeah. And just and well, like guys, pray istikhara, I reckon as well. Absolutely, I feel like that yeah. helps a lot. Um, if you're not sure about your your what, what your course you're doing, or if you're in be- in between two options and you're trying to choose, pray istikhara, and Ilahi will Ilahi will take that blindfold off your eyes and he will show you what you actually supposed anything, to do. Anything, guys, anything you guys are struggling with, mm-hmm. well, like pray istikhara. There's no caps on the amount of prayer you can do for anything. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So utilize that as well, um, Indeed. so you can get a more clear indication of. What what is best for you and just be like yeah Allah if this is best for me give it to me and if it's not good for me then take it away from me That's like you know give me another option you know what I mean very true um, but yeah guys so that was our journey. little journeys no, I can't believe that you didn't do your exams That's actually shook <laughs> Actually <laughs> well, like, that actually shook me. Well, like, even I tell my sister, like, it doesn't shock them because that's actually something I would do. Like, I know. I actually do. <laughs> that, that's very much something you would do. Okay. Guys, my whole life, I just love it to be a mystery. Like, I just love exciting <laughs> stuff. Like, I just want to be shocked. Live day to day not knowing what's going on. For life, like, Every day is a new day. Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's wrap this shit up. Guys, I'll get rid of the accent, I promise. Guys, Next this episode, accent that she's doing, I'm going. actually going to knock it out. That's it. I'm tired of it now guys what can i do i surround myself with people that have that accent what? who has it ah shit <laughs> <laughs> now take guys <laughs> shut the <laughs> that entire thing you just said you know what people are gonna hear they're just gonna hear <laughs> guys only the beeping sound i just want to say like i said before let me not repeat myself but international baddies from the uk <laughs> holla at your girl <laughs> quick things <laughs> we need her to get married anyways I'll you know would you ever have a joint my ma- um wedding with me good night <laughs> no way why not are you sick we can have our vans can be best friends you can walk Obviously, in. they're gonna be best friends but i wouldn't have a joint wedding i wouldn't even have a joint wedding even if i had a twin really yeah because i think that's i mean we are twins 
Stop it. Stop Shy. it. <laughs> Why not? They no, can be best friends. No. I want my wedding to be about me. I don't want to share it with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That's fine. I sorry. I mean, I would. I would. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm, well, I would never. No, no, you wouldn't. I would actually put a paper bag over your head. <laughs> you're, actually, you're rude. <laughs> I would spill red juice on your dress. Guys, next Rabina. week there might only be one more person. There only might be one person on this uh, podcast after what you just said right now. Allah. Guys, that means in a, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for watching this episode. We honestly appreciate the support that we've been receiving is absolutely sensational. And I was going to say, actually, I was going to mention, should I mention the Curious Cat thing? Yeah. Yeah. So the support you guys have been giving us was actually sensational. The messages, the sweet ones. Oh, Some, you know, I was actually crying at one of them. Like, it got me a little bit teary when people oh, were saying. Oh, guys, wallahi, the amount of messages I've been receiving. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Our Australian so, family. Yeah. You guys, wallahi, I love you guys so I much. I actually love you guys. I did not expect the support. I, like, I expected, like, people we know to be, like, oh, sharing and stuff like that. But, like, people we don't even know, like, Oh my god! Saying, oh, you guys are doing amazing. Like the chemistry between you guys is like amazing. I was like, oh my god! Like Australia, we love Australia. You. We love you. Australia, we love you. The people here are amazing. But don't forget, guys, to follow us at Let Me Explain on Twitter, on Instagram, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, as well as Anchor. And guys, we're kind of testing out like what time we're going to be posting out the posting the episodes so let us know if you guys like it when it's like later at night or if you like it when it's early in the morning and this is for our australian listeners and also we've set up a i don't know if you guys saw on our instagram but we set up a curious cat and we're going to be doing a segment obviously we said where people are going to be sending in dilemmas so curious cat it's in our linked in our bio in our link tree and it's an anonymous website where you can literally ask us anything and we don't get to see who it is it literally comes up as anonymous and basically ask us any questions we want some juicy questions if you guys want to ask us any questions about us or if you have dilemmas and you want us to help you solve it or just in general any comments like even if it's feedback feel free to chat your shit but that's literally all i wanted to say to them thank you guys so much thank you guys for listening and i have been your host baby h and i've been your host casey bye Bye, guys.